Welcome again to another night of Dungeons and Dragons. I am, as always, your host and Dungeon Master, Kenny. I have with me my entire party, sans our barbarian, uh, Pahokwi. So with that, we have our warlock. Hey, it's Cody playing Necro. Our rogue. Hello, this is Elise, uh, Elise playing Leonara the Furball Rogue. Our uh, druid. Hey, this is Clay playing Karak. Our fighter. Hey, this is Nick playing Nalus. And our bard. Hi, this is Lauren playing Vala the Asimar Bard. So you all may notice as we go through tonight that there is some content missing. Uh, last week we had some really nasty technical difficulties, entirely on my end and entirely my fault and entirely preventable, but none of those things changed it. So it happened anyway. So we lost an episode of the campaign, which seems to be disgustingly tradition to lose one or two episodes of every campaign. Um, but uh, we, we lucked out. It was, it was pretty much just a travel episode. A little bit of consequence happened that we'll get into in a minute, but the majority of the episode was spent in transit from uh, the capital city of Felwyn Forest to Port Linvas, where they're about to approach now. Um, on that, let's get into what we did miss. But before we do... That sounds like I'm about to shout out to criticalwick.com, you know, that our .org, that place where you can buy like really good quality candles that have a little metal cast die at the bottom of each one with fantastic flavors like the pipe weed I'm, I'm, I have going right now. Um, but it's not a plug for criticalwick.org, although it could have been, it probably was. But what it should be is, or at least what it started to be before it became kind of a bit, was I wanted to thank the party members. Um, we have done a lot of of D&D together so far, and I just want to say that I appreciate you guys dealing with the technical difficulties every other week, um, the, the the having to be recorded, being cool with being recorded. It's just been really fun to do this with you guys, and I just really appreciate it. Yeah. What session number are we on? Um, I should be able to tell you, but it's going to take me a minute to find that out. Real I think fast. this is 27 or 28, but I'm not positive. Yep. This this is going to be session uh, twenty eight. Wow, that's like how long has that been real world time? Seven over seven months. Wow, look at us guys. Getting on like eight, I think. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's seven seven months to the week actually, if we hit every week, which we didn't. Um, okay, so let's talk about what happened last week, and then we can continue with tonight. So, for the benefit of the listeners and our warlock, um, last session you guys made sure you had no remaining business in the capital city. Uh -huh. And you left and began your travel. Uh, does, what, did anything happen on the path? Uh, yeah, I heard some music in the middle of the night on my shifts. It's like, hey, I want to go check that out. So the bard made me invisible, and then I went and got captured by the fairy court. Whoops. Well, specifically, the you, you know what court it was that you were captured by the fae. The, yeah, the summer court, I think. Correct. Yeah, so I stayed there for, I don't really know how long, time kind of didn't matter 
Um, I don't remember it. I only remember that there's a very, very handsome man. Uh, and then I woke up at the party. He was like, hey, what's going on? And then I did something really bad that I don't want to talk about. So okay. we're going to pretend it doesn't exist. Okay, but in the interest of how it did exist and did happen, the party sort of had to deal with what was very clearly a somewhat mind-controlled or somewhat out-of-her-sorts um, Nara. And as they traveled for a couple of days, they stayed at a crossroads inn on the south side of Felwind uh, Forest. They stayed the night there, and long story short, Leonara's character lost control of herself and was taken over by the fey prince that captured her and then used her body as a conduit to remove a soul from one of the tavern workers. This sort of uh, came to a head, obviously, when the rest of the party like found this happening and was awfully concerned on the matter. And then... Uh, and then the innkeeper came around and was like, you killed my son. My son is dead. This is sad. And uh, because the dice are cruel and funny, um, how did you guys get out of that? Uh, we, told we told the, the truth. Yeah, we, we, told, we told the truth, obviously, that a ghost came and killed uh, the son. It turns out that the son is a grave robber, was a grave robber, and his dad... The barkeep was like, well, that's what you get for trying to rob graves. Rip. Yeah, we, we close ranks and we watch out for for each other. Man, that sounds really optimistic. <laughs> we totally leave out the part where Karak says, nah, I can't be tied to this kind of nonsense and just turned invisible and left us. Oh yeah, that did happen. I guess some of us... <laughs> Stick out for each other. <laughs> <laughs> so that went down. And then, uh, and then, yeah. And then we just went, we need to get out of here super quickly. Bye. We left early in the morning while the innkeeper was still recovering from drinking away his sadness. Correct. Upstanding citizens, apparently. For having to bury his son. Secretly also, please remember that we did not pay for the room. Yes. He gave it to us for free. For the hassle. Yep. Yep. Such great people. Yeah. But it's good now. Guys, I'm, I'm fine. We don't, we don't gotta worry. Totally fine. Yep. <clears throat> so... I believe we ended session with you guys being able to see Port Linvas in the distance, yeah? Correct. Uh, yep. All right. Well, let's get to it, shall we? All right. So, going back to that exact moment, you guys are probably somewhat weary from the long travel. You guys have been traveling to in total for just shy of a week, maybe uh, actually a week. And... Uh, you know, you had the one night's in rest recently, which was probably a nice pick-me-up, but still, you know, you've been traveling and traveling and traveling every day. But 
uh, it is mid-morning, and you can see Port Linvas in the distance. It's a rather beautiful-looking city, actually, uh, Port Town, where you know you can smell the salty air already. You can see mm. the the somewhat bustling township at at you know sort of greeting the midday. And uh, while not uncommon for you guys on the the sort of proper main roads of Felwyn Forest, you've passed plenty of like pilgrims or wayfarer type folks, or just individuals or pairs of people uh, that didn't come off as merchants or anything. And uh, you see a old man walking away from the city towards your party, and he seems to be wearing sort of exactly what you imagine if I said he was a pilgrim, sort of heavy robes with his hood down and his bald head sort of greeting the sun mm. and leaning on a heaven, heavy oaken walking stick. Um, you can tell he is wearing no shoes. Huh. Well, did you say he was an, an old man or? Oh, quite old. Quite old. All right. <clears throat> uh, hello, good sir. Uh, he, what what brings you this way? He sort of shakes his head gently and looks at you up and down and goes, "Boy, you look like you're cold. You should head inside and warm up. You're you're practically blue." I, well, I'm 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 always blue, but but thank you for your concern. Uh, I. <laughs> Have we seen many pilgrims? Yeah, like, we I, go? like okay. I said, you know, the, you, you see the occasional one every now and then. Um, you know, this 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 guy doesn't seem terribly out of the ordinary. Okay. Would it be obvious where he's going? Um, like, I, I guess can I can I make a knowledge check or a? Hold on. Is he coming or going? Really <laughs> he's, he's going. He's leaving <laughs> the the port town and heading okay. deeper into Felwyn Forest. Okay. That's right. We're like right outside of the city. Yeah. 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 So yeah. if you consult okay. the map, he's, he could be going anywhere. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, I thought we were still on like the, the crossroady bit. No, no, no. The, over there? No. This makes more sense now. Yep. All right. Uh, 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 what what can you tell us about uh, Port Lenvas? We're, we've never been out here before. Hmm. It's sort of licks one of his old dry fingers and points it to the sky, seeming to test for wind as if he was on a boat. It was going to rain today. Hard rain at that. Ooh, it's been a while since we've had hard rain. You watch yourselves, young people. The port gets a little ruly when it's wet out. Well, what do you I, mean by that? Well, the water comes down and up at the same time. The water line rises. People get a little stir-crazy because you can't go out. Mm. Well, I mean, you can go out. You just get wet. Well, when you spend your whole life living next to the ocean... You probably take some comfort when you don't have to be wet. Huh. 
Sailors don't like to be wet. That's, you know, I never thought about that. <laughs> it, some people, believe it or not, don't like being wet all the time. Huh. Maybe that's why some of them smell. And then we get weird, smelly toes that hurt. Oh, yes, well, like me. And he lifts one of his feet, and you can see he's lost a couple of toes. Oh. Gross. <laughs> yeah, it must be a hard life on the road for you. And I just checked. I actually don't have spare shoes in my bag. It's kind of a bummer. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I'm going to get you guys. I'm going to get you. You're going to walk into a room. There's going to be, like, a floor trap. That does really shit damage, but it just tears your shoes apart. <laughs> like you guys take 3D2s worth of piercing damage, but they completely destroy your feet. I feel like, could men be used then? <laughs> oh, it could. Oh, it could. <laughs> Um, anyway, so um, I'm uh, so yeah, I don't know. Well, thank thank you for the the heads up about the town and the weather. We haven't checked what the weather was going to be like in a couple days, weeks. He sort of very loudly smacks his lips, goes. Going far this time. Gonna ration my water. You all have any water? Mm. Certainly. I'm sure we can we can provide you uh, some some water, sir. Yeah, I should have a second water skin because the the burglars pack thing. But would you have already made your? Uh, your gallon of beer for the day? Uh, every day, yeah. <laughs> I'm never sure how early that, that starts. I mean, that's like the same as water. You could offer him some of that. Yeah. He needs that. <laughs> I'll, I'll give him one of my water skins. I have two. Okay. Like, here you go, sir. Wouldn't want you to go thirsty. I can grab another one in town, I'm sure. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll I'll give him some of mine as well. Whatever half of whatever's in my water skin. He sort of grins quite widely. You see, sort of, you know, he's been talking with his lips a lot, but uh, you can see he's got a couple missing teeth, as you expect any commoner of his age would be like. Mm. Uh, but one of his one of his missing teeth is just like an open wound, but it pours clean looking water into his mouth instead of blood. And as he opens his mouth to drink from the water skin, whoever gave to him, yep. you sort of see him like, just like squish the water skin. So like it just covers him in water and he barely gets any in his mouth. Huh? Wait, and uh, what? he sort of, throws the water skin and back at whoever gave it to him and he goes thank you for the water <laughs> and 
falls apart into water. Ugh. Huh. <laughs> what? I'm gonna do a uh, <laughs> a knowledge nature check to see what happened. Like, is there just a puddle at our feet now? Um. So huh. where he was standing, there is now a wet robe and some water. I want to know what kind of creature this guy. I I would like to uh, in in inspect and investigate the robe. Okay, you want to give me a a check for that, or do you just want to see what like just going for it gives you? Uh, sure. I'll 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 roll a die. Uh, I uh, I rolled a twelve on my knowledge nature check. You know for a fact your water didn't kill him. You know, your water was totally normal water. And whatever was going on was nothing to do with your water. No guilt here. (laughs) Just like normal. I I rolled an eight for looking through a robe. Well, good. Thankfully, that's good enough to notice that as you fondle through the folds of this heavy potato sack-esque robe, you find the sort of remaining little bit of standing water that hasn't started to soak into the or soak into the earth or the robe. And in there is a pair of eyes. His eyes. And they're looking intently at you the only way a pair of eyeballs can. Huh. They're not melting away into water. They are not melted away into water. And you can see them focusing on you. Hmm. Let me have them. Let me have them. I want them. I want them. Um, oh, now people want to hold eyes. When we held a giant witch's eye, nobody wanted to touch that. Gonna. <laughs> uh. It's, uh. I I don't I don't know what to do with these. It's gross. Huh. Somebody. I don't. I don't like the way it looks at me. And with that, you can feel the rain begin to start pouring down, huh. almost out of nowhere. You can feel the sort of it gets dark outside. It does it look like normal rain? Yeah, yeah. From what you can tell, it's not. But weird, like, gross, cursed rain. What, you know what? Well, let's take a second. What's weird, cursed rain? I, I don't know. <laughs> Listen, we don't know what we can trust anymore. <laughs> I mean, correct. And maybe the onset of this wind, of this sudden downpour is a little weird, but it seems let's, natural in all other regards. You know what? Let's 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 just um let's just move the robe and stuff off the road. Um, you know, maybe maybe put it under like the side of a bush so it doesn't get too much more wet. Cause I don't know, maybe he's still there. Uh, I'm not and... touching it. Move it with a stick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you guys move the rope to the side of the road, but the eyes are still eyes are there. Still... No, I will pick up the eyes. I want them. Okay, make a Constitution save. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta put in the roll. 
almost. Exclamation gives first. Alright, yeah. fine, I'll just dig out my dice. <laughs> just type exclamation point roll space 1d20. Can we all take a moment to pause and look back? Hmm? Like, can we just notice the fact and acknowledge it that, like, eyes are where Karak draws the line of strange shit that he's gonna pick up? <laughs> How much weird shit has he picked up? He's collected a lot of various bloods. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. But that's, like, he's been given reason as to why that would be valuable. Perhaps. I mean... You don't see the rest of us picking up blood, thinking it's reasonable. Yeah, well, who's the person who has three potions of heroism? Gotcha. No. Alright, roasted. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so what does that constitution save read? Twelve. Alright, one of the eyes um, burrows the vein, like the stalk behind it, into your finger. What? <laughs> and you just have an eyeball on the end of your finger. Um... Mm. What's that person's name in Guardians of the Galaxy who has the little, uh, like, antenna things coming out of her head? Mantis. Because I, I yeah, Mantis. um, I just, I, I want to walk around now with, like, that finger eyeball up, just looking at people, judging them. Okay. I, I, I don't know about you, but, like, I'd cut that off. <laughs> <laughs> It might be worthwhile to only finger, have that. Like, yeah. <laughs> you can probably live with nine fingers. No, I need that finger. Mm, now we have a left hand. This is better. Yeah, what? That's gonna. Hmm. Like, does yeah. it hurt being buried, burrowed in my finger? Yeah. 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 That it, definitely it, hurts. More importantly, it makes us uncomfortable. That's gross. <laughs> And it's looking around on its own accord. Cool. No, that's not. That's not cool. That's what parasites do. They burrow in, and then slowly you lose more and more control of that. What? Seen it? There's strange stuff down below. None of this goes well. Okay. Well, losing control of myself. I will. I will take that warning because I don't want to kill another. I don't want a ghost to come out and kill another innocent person. Hey, so... roll a just a natural d20, no modifications. Okay. <laughs> 14. Eight. Okay, okay. 11. Nine. 18. Uh, Atticus, I need your birds as well. Okay. Oh, shit. Does Chesapeake have to roll one? Yep. Oh, shit. Alright. Uh, Darkness got a 12. I scrolled down to her stats like that fucking matter. Uh, Chesapeake got a 15. And by God, my Ghost Raven got a nat 20. And... So other than that nat 20, I heard like a 15, a 12, an 11, and an 8. I got, I an got a 9. Thank you very much. 14. Okay. So uh, what's your spectral raven's name? I, it's just ghost, ghost. raven. Gotcha. Um, 
So, in the commotion of you guys, like, freaking out that Leonara's hand has an eye on stock burrowed into one of her fingers, let's just go ahead and say her right ring finger. Um, your ghost raven freaks the fuck out because the other eye has crawled up your person, Necro, and has tried to burrow itself into ghost. No. My boy. And Kid, can I try? It, you don't need to do anything. Your bird's incorporeal. <laughs> My bird. <laughs> what, so what do you do, realizing that there's this parasitic eye stock on your shoulder trying to infect your bird? Uh, I want to fucking blast it off. You With a fucking Elgic Blast. Yeah, no, you incinerate that eyeball, and uh, it explodes, laughing like the man laughed before he fell into a puddle of water. Uh, sorry if any of that eyeball got on anybody, guys. Okay, okay, get this thing off me. I don't want it anymore. It was cool. Now it's just weird. <sighs> I don't know how we're going to get this off of you. <laughs> Not in any pleasant way. Uh, um, do it's I fine. know how easy it is to still pick locks with nine fingers? It's just your right ring finger. You don't need that one a whole lot. Yeah, I'm left-handed. Okay. You right, could also fine. maybe see a doctor in Portland, Boss. No just blast it off. <laughs> if you want, I can have Chesapeake hold you still, and then somebody can lend me a knife. Yeah, somebody give me something sharp to bite down on. Uh, you, you mean some, you, you don't will, want something sharp to bite down something, on? Something, yeah, just something to bite down on so that I don't bite my tongue off. Uh, okay, okay, I'll hand you whatever, like a Give her a stick. A leather strap off my pack. Okay. But I'm telling you, this is a bad idea. We can just get you a doctor. That's fine. No, that's doctors cost before. money. Have I have I cut off people's fingers before? Yeah. Stuff gets caught in like terrible nets and things like that. You gotta sometimes you gotta lose things to get free. You're just like, ugh, untangling this now would be like such a hassle. Let's just cut off the finger. Well, sometimes it's an emergency. You, just and so Alice, you know that I'm not going to grow another finger back, right? Like, I don't know how things work under the sea, I mean, but... You might, maybe. We'll see. <laughs> Look, nobody else has chimed up with a better idea. You can blast it off. But what if you miss? I don't miss. Then she's got an eye on her hand and, like, an eldritch blast hole through her arm. That's a good point. I wouldn't want to do that. So, get the knife. <laughs> Who has a knife? I have a, a crystalline rapier. I have a, do, you have a regular, do you have a regular... Does anybody have a regular dagger? Oh, I do have one of those, too. Okay. Well. Do you want other people to hold you down, or Chesapeake to hold you still? Or do you think you can keep yourself together for me to just do it? Uh, Chesapeake. It'll be like a nice big crab bug. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I'll ask Chesapeake and be like, alright girl, I just need you to hold her still. She's gonna struggle, 
and it's it's okay. Just just don't let her move too much. I see. I see that as like <laughs> like Leonardo like lays down on the ground. I don't know why this is a ground operation. It just seems like that would be yeah. how this goes. And just like Chesapeake just like looks at you and just like presses her entire claw on Leonardo, just like holding her onto the ground. Yep. <laughs> like a like a claw blanket. Yeah, that's that's about how this is probably gonna go. That's exactly how I pictured it. Uh, and then we'll go ahead, and I'm gonna grab her her right arm, and extend that out in front of her. Uh, and I'll put my knee down on her forearm so I can hold the hand nice and still, and just oh. let's just cut off that finger. The eye stock whips around as you re- rear up to bring the knife down, and it zaps a tiny bolt of magical energy at your hand, dealing one point of damage. Okay. I'm sorry, that wasn't me. Do I still get to, like, cut into it? Yeah, like, if you want to do that, I'll just tell you, like, that happens. Okay. <laughs> uh, so... Off with the finger. Alright. <laughs> is, is there a check for this or anything? Or... <laughs> I mean, also... at, at any point before now, because it's too late, that finger's gone. It's, oh, on yeah. the, it's on the muddy ground of this road. Yep. <laughs> It does spark curiosity to me that no one thought for even a moment. Maybe we could do a medicine check to remove it. Uh, we're too stupid. To be fair. We only know murder. My character's intelligence, which is zero. Or just ten. I'll do a medicine check to uh, bind Leonardo's yeah. uh, stump finger. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, I got an 11. (laughs) Alright, you're Um, you're able to bind that wound closed. Yeah. Cool. (laughs) So, I'm gonna go ahead and just, like, with my my nice quality boots on, stomp on that eye stalk. No, wait, no, I want to keep the finger. Don't hurt the finger. Alright, well, the finger might be okay when I'm done stomping. (laughs) Uh, okay, yeah. you, you, You stomp and burst the eyeball in it. Just like the eye stalk that got zapped it, the, the eyeball, like, bursts open and, like, like little Laughter. magical dust flies everywhere. And it makes the same, like, cackling noise. But um, you can see, like, the stock of the uh, of all of that. Like, there's a hole through the... It, it looks like if you took the corn dog out of the corn dog is what, <laughs> what what's lying on the ground. But how's my finger? That's what I'm referring that, to as it. your finger. <laughs> it's oh. just a hollow tube that was once a finger. That's got some bone and meat on it. Oh, oh good job. I want it. Right. I want it. Maybe we can reattach it and I can play weird Chinese finger trap games with people. I don't really feel like you're appreciating having your finger like ritualistically severed from you. Oh, <laughs> uh, I understand. I was there. I agreed to it. Kenny, can I just take a moment and commend you on finding some form of, like, body horror that has actually gotten to me now? (laughs) Fantastic. This is some cringy shit. (laughs) Um, so, back to being Nalus, yeah. Uh, well... (laughs) Well... (laughs) Fucking Nick had to break character. This hurts. 
I yeah. want to go get drunk and make it not hurt anymore. I'll, I'll, I'll give her some beer out of my jug. Okay. Some beer. I want to drink all that beer. <laughs> he said some because right. that's what's left. <laughs> okay, so lesson learned, guys. We can't give pilgrims water. Yeah, uh, they pilgrims explode when you give them water. They melt, they turn into water, and then their eyes try to crawl into you, and it's terrible. Yeah. Uh, Portland Voss seems like uh, might be a weird place. Lala, uh, I need you to write me a song commemorating how my finger was a hero in this this great battle. Uh, sure. I'm good at fiction. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Damn. Well fucking said. If anything, the song should be how, like, this is the equivalent of, like, someone building an Ikea chair and seven people not understanding how to do it. <laughs> Look. In Nalos' defense, medicine, not a real good thing that he's good at. I get that. I get that. But none of you. Not a one. They had their chance to chime in. No, absolutely. <laughs> I was biting my fucking tongue off. I I counseled. I counseled her not to do it, but I mean, okay. so you guys are getting drenched, by the way. Like I don't know yeah. if that was clear. I mean, like this is fine for you. Right. That's fair. All right. Well, uh, down a finger and I'm getting rained on. This really sucks. Yeah, this is a bad day. I don't like this. I want to ride the papoose. He's not We're just going to walk. Here, so I'm going to get in the papoose. You can't speak for a papoose for a player that's not here. I feel like I've earned it. I don't I feel, think so. I, I agree. I, I feel that if Pahokwe's here, he'd let you have a pity ride the papoose. But we can't speak for his papoose. That's inappropriate. Can I have a pity ride on Chesapeake then? No. She's going to soak up the water while we can. Guys are the worst. I'm even, like, taking off my armor you, for a bit so I can enjoy some water. You've got a horse. You're, you're riding. Yeah, true. You all have horses. Okay, well, you try to hold range with nine fingers when you're used to ten. It's kind of hard. Probably pretty easy. I, like, <laughs> hold on. I ride frequently without any hands being used, like, for that at all. Okay, but that's your profession. <laughs> like, I don't even know that you introduce yourself as a fighter anymore. I'm pretty sure you introduce yourself as a cavalier. That's, that's fair. Or, you know, whatever the military stature equivalent you are from where you are. Look, I don't know what that word is. You haven't told me. <laughs> I Listen, man, I told you at the break of this, if all of you fuckers were going to play weird-ass races, then, then you have to do some of the fucking heavy lifting when it comes to the world-building aspect of how the fuck your races work in my world. That's fair. <laughs> so, anyway, yeah, let's get on. moving. Going ahead, I've taken some armor off so that way I can enjoy the water. Chest peak soaking up a bunch too. I'm even walking next to her so she can get more of the rain. So yeah, you guys walk up to town. It's merely another hour's ride slash walk. Um, everyone is nice and thoroughly drenched, and only one person in the party likes it. 
I imagine. <laughs> I I don't know what it's like to be a bird person and also wet, but I imagine it's amongst the worst. Well, I it's it, you're not ducks. ducks. <laughs> <laughs> not a duck, but it's still my feathers still shed water. Right. Do they? But not yeah. perfectly, you know. No, not perfect. Like if you if you dip a falcon in water, it's gonna be a wet falcon. Yeah. Sounds like a bad time. So I imagine, like you know, gentle drizzles and such, you're probably completely yeah. pristine. Yeah. But you know. Because I am. I guess I am wearing clothes too. That's so. yeah. That is true. All right, anyway, um, so you guys approach town, and you can see that there is a a a stone gate an iron portocollis with heavy brazers out the side um, to illuminate the road. Even though it is still midday, it is still a little uh, quite overcast from the heavy rain clouds. And a couple of guards dressed in heavy leather oil ponchos uh, approach you all with um, roaring torches. Uh, they sort of lift up one of their hoods a little to get a look at you all. Go, well, you're a weird sort. Coming into town? Uh, yes, we're seeking um, some shelter. Sure, yeah, of course, of course. Where you come from? Well, we were sent here from the capital. Uh, that we have you... business to attend to. You, see, you saying the, the word, the capital, immediately puts a sneer on one of the guards' face. He well, you might not be terribly welcome here, but it's not my business to turn people away who don't mean ill. Uh, we appreciate that. No, the first guard sort of shoves him a little. Shut up. Yeah, come on in. And he sort of whistles, and you can hear the portocollis begin to turn. Thank you. So, I mean, if the doors are opening, I'll walk through. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, let's go in. Get in there. Look out of this right. Almost as if your, your approach into town brought it with you. The rain begins to intensify. It's almost a complete downpour. Um, I'm going to ask the guards where the nearest tavern is. They just point down the main road at this point. Point to a couple lit signs down the way. They can, they're All trying right, to I'm yell gonna... at you, but it's hard to hear them over the, the rain. Sure, I'm going to hustle in that direction then. Yeah. Huh? So... I mean, assuming people follow. If people aren't going to yeah. follow, then like... Yeah, no, no, of course we would. Yeah, okay. I wouldn't let you just wander off by yourself. That'd be crazy. Yeah, who does that? So you guys find yourselves at a stable slash inn very quickly. Uh, and, uh, you know, sort of check your horses and such inside. Uh, you step in and are immediately greeted by the dampened sounds of outside, clattering against the stone and wood of the building. But the warm hearth fire immediately warms you, but it doesn't dry you. But, uh, you see it's quite quite calm in, in this inn in, during the middle of the day. There's a 
probably handful of people that are equally wet looking to you freshly sat at a table that have uh, wine being poured for them. They sort of address you all with sort of a frowny smile like fuck the weather, right? Yeah, totally. Alice um, is just smiling. I'm going to order like a hot beverage and try and dry off as best I can. I want to ask the the barkeep what he's what strongest thing he has to take the edge off pain. Whatever that may be. He sees your bloody bandage and goes, ah, yes, I know exactly. And he brings you a double tall shot of a uh, a black, sort of heavy liquid. Um, That's probably blood. <laughs> it's probably fine. I drink it. Alright, make a constitution save. Yeah. Four. Alright, so you guys see uh, Nara be served this heavy concoction that she happily drinks the entire thing of. Pitches it back, coughs, keeps it down. You swear you can see smoke billow from her nose when she coughs. And then her head rears back instinctively almost, and a legitimate gout of flame shoots out of her mouth for just a second, and she immediately passes out unconscious. What? <laughs> what was that? Uh, I'm going to ask the bartender, like, what was that? Oh, well, I uh, imported a bottle of this weird gnomish brew. He calls it Gear Crank. (laughs) (laughs) Your friend asked for the strongest stuff I had, and, well, I had to pop the cork and find out how strong it is. Yikes. I'm going to do a medicine check on my poor friend here. Eh, she'll be fine. Give me one. (laughs) All right, he sort of looks you over and recognizes you're completely serious. <laughs> yeah, we, we... And goes, well, I'll ask a gold for the two shots combined, if you don't mind. That's that's just fine. Uh, the moment you hand him the coin, he fills up a second double-shot glass of the same stuff. You can see him pour it this time. It's, uh, it's thick. It's almost like a thin molasses. Uh, but it's darker and, and fills the glass with a little bit of a film uh, after you drink it. Make a con save. Twelve. <laughs> uh, Alright, so in almost the iconically exact same way, Karak ends up on the ground. Unconscious. <laughs> huh. And th- at that point, the innkeeper looks at, looks at uh, Leon, uh, sorry, Vala, and throws his hands up and goes, I don't mean to hurt him. I don't mean to hurt him. I'm going to put this away. <laughs> he immediately recorks the bottle. Uh, the entire area of the bar where he was doing that stinks of, like, harshly of cinnamon and spice. Huh. And you think, you think you smell what we in the real world will recognize as engine oil. But just a sort of a foul, heavy smell. Huh. That's... And and that's a gnome drink? 
Oh, this gnomish fella makes it down in Detroit, over in Betwins Yarda, quite a ways from here. Wow. Oh, I've heard of Detroit. A beautiful city. You should go if you can. I will. It's got to be quite interesting folk if they drink that for fun. Oh, I don't know that anyone drinks that for fun. <laughs> and if you meet someone that does, they should see some help. Maybe a priest. <laughs> uh. Maybe Chet will send us there one day. And, uh, the innkeeper's eyes sort of narrow at you. Chet? Who's, yeah. who's, who sends you all around the world? Oh, well, he hasn't sent us around the world, but he sent us all the way from, uh... Oh, damn it. What was that starting town? Back to the top of the notes. Port Clamara? Uh, yeah, he... Well, we met him way up in Port Clamara, and he hired us to take care of some business for him, um, and now he's been sending us around the forest um, to talk with the people in charge of the various towns, trying to get them to, to sign this contract. Uh, just, you know, usual leadership stuff, I think. I guess that's usual leadership stuff up here. Yeah. Nothing, uh, nothing particularly special about it. Just, just glorified fancy, uh, delivery people slash messengers the innkeeper sort of gives you a nod goes well neither my business nor desire to know I see the mu the instrument on your hip you play oh do I um I'm sure I can uh liven up um this this in here Maybe raise people's spirits after all this rain. Well, when the night proper gets round, if you play half as pretty as you look, I'm sure I could find a room for you and your compatriots for a night. All right, much appreciated. And I'm totally flattered. Um, so I will... Um, I guess order order my hot beverage and, and um, check on all my instruments to make sure they didn't get wet. Um, they did, but it was mainly your pan flute that got wet, and they're fine. Okay, cool. So, who who's in charge of Portland Voss? Right, is that uh, the one we're in? Yeah. Okay. Because, well, that's kind of hard to say, if I'm honest with you. I mean, there's a couple of big captains that sail in and out of here that consider themselves important and they certainly make a lot of decisions they employ a lot of the local boys and men and women but uh well i suppose you'll be needing to talk to the proper mayor of sorts and who who is that uh, a drunk but I think his actual name is something akin to Venadun. Venadun. V e n i d u n. Yeah. 
Okay. Um. Has has the port been suffering any troubles lately? I mean, we we met a strange pilgrim on our way in. I've never met a pilgrim that wasn't strange, but no, nothing obscure. All right. The boys on the pier always get a little rowdy when it rains, so unless you're looking for a scrap, I would suggest you outsiders to stay clear of there. Scrap. Mm. Haven't had a good scrap in a while. Well, you'll certainly find one, young master, if you go out there. What? Correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't Necro, like, a very skinny Kenku? Oh, yeah, I'm a small boy, but I'm from the mines, though. I've heard uh, a lot of rough life. Okay. Sometimes you have to throw down with the draw, you know? I don't, but... Okay. <laughs> Um, alright, well, uh, is there any other noteworthy things around town that you'd recommend outsiders like us to go check on? Yeah. Or at least visit and see? I mean, we have a couple forges, an apothecary, and a couple of churches, but, I mean, we're a regular port town. We have just about anything you might need, really. We import from the, the druid circles far to the east. So, there's some interesting things come by, but you'll be hard-pressed to see the bazaar open today with the rain and such. Mm. Okay. What about these druid circles? Uh, I don't know. I don't leave the port very often, but apparently there's this big, wide forest, bigger than Felwyn Forest, on the northern end of Delver Day. And, uh, well, it's a pretty straight shot to get there from here. So, brave sorts cross the open ocean and make their way over there and trade the goods from around here for the goods over there. Huh. People who cross the ocean are brave. Interesting. Wow. Very interesting. You know, I kind of feel like maybe Karak and Nara should wake up for this. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and just like shape water, suck all the water out of my other water skin, and put it into, like, a nice long tube and just let it drop into their face. Okay. Just splash and wake them up. Okay. Um, Alright, yeah, so you wake them both, them both up, so you guys are no longer unconscious, but you're just, like... Yeah, hold on, I'm just gonna flip the coin. <laughs> Insanely hungover. <laughs> okay. Hey guys, guys. I think the next thing that we have to cut off is my head. This sucks. Nalos, get the knife. I don't. I think you'll be okay. Uh, can I cast mending on my head? <laughs> ah, fuck yourself. Hey. So, apparently they get a lot of stuff from Druid Circles here. Especially one that's in, did you say Delver Day? Well, yeah, it's, it's North Delver Day. The northern tip of it, I think. Huh. Do you guys know anything about that? I don't know what kind of Druid 
goods would come from there. I'm, I'm from the other side of the planet. I don't really know much. I know that I have a, a thing of dirt from the last druid circle we were at. That's right, about but it. we we need that for for the lake. Okay, where is? Okay, so North Delverday. Okay, I'd actually pull up the map. See where these things were. Well, hold on. Can I can I like lean and whisper to probably probably Vala would be the safe one to ask. Be like, do you think we can ask him about the the, the young lich that's supposed to live around here? Well, I didn't realize I was muted still. Uh, yeah, I think we could. He um, seems like a reasonable fellow and doesn't seem to gossip too, too much. Um, why don't we say it's a story we heard on the road? That's reasonable, passing a traveler. I was just gonna say if he's here or not, but sure, if, if you wanna if you wanna phrase that question a little differently, I guess. So we're we're just trying to find out if the lich is here, right? I mean that's what we So yeah. like out of character, that is what we were told. But yeah. we don't really know anything we're beyond told. that. Right. Um, yeah. So I'll uh I'll turn to the the barkeep, and I'm like um, tuning my my um, my musical instrument and getting everything set up. And I'm gonna ask him and say, uh, "Hey, so um, I'm a bit of a songwriter, and um, I'm always looking for uh, for for interesting stories." And we passed. We passed uh, somebody earlier who mentioned that there might be some kind of um, child lich in the, these parts. Do you know if that's true? Give him a deception check. Sure. I mean, I didn't really lie much. No, but your intention is that is 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 impure you you, you want to know but your 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 facading is is that why you want to know my intention is impure i like that that should be the catchphrase um uh deception deception i got a 14. <laughs> gives you kind of a side eye as he's cleaning a couple of cups while you're talking to him and he goes, um, my father told me before he passed the bar down to me that you should only believe half of the things that a bard ever tells you. You employ them, they'll treat you well, they'll bring in business, but you take their words at half of gold's value. So I'll tell you what I tell you. 
not ascend more. I, yep. There's a poor, poor young boy who has befallen on a, a weird turn of tail. He was young and very sick. His parents very rich. And in the interest of saving their young boy's life, they paid a lot of money to save him. But what they didn't know is that they were paying for non-traditional services. And so the boy died of his sickness, but he came back and has kept coming back every time he's met an unfortunate fate since. Now all that's left is a pile of bones that looks like a little boy. What a fascinating and tragic tale. Um, and, that, and that happened here? He doesn't answer with words. He just sort of nods a little. Okay. Um, I'm going to like shrug at Nalos and be like, I mean, I did what I could. Well, at least we know he's here. And, you know, if this guy knows about him, it can't be that big of a secret. Um, you're, you're always welcome to, uh, maybe he'll trust you more. Uh, might not be the biggest fan of bards, who knows? I, I couldn't imagine why anybody wouldn't be. At that point, he ch he chimes up. Because the bard fucked me mother. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> that does sound like us. <laughs> like, he can hear you guys, is my point. Like, well, I was whispering. Yeah, but you're, you're but not quietly enough. Well, regardless of quietness, it's it's a quiet inn right now, and you guys at no point were like, all right, well, after we're done talking to him, we're gonna go back to our table, or we're gonna cross the room, or anything other than still standing near or at the bar. Like you at one point, you were like, I turned to the turn turn to the bartender. I'm like, oh, so he's been there the whole time. <laughs> People can whisper right in front of somebody. Yeah, well, then he's not going to want to talk. Would you... Okay. <laughs> if two fucking strangers <laughs> walked up to you <laughs> and, like, talked to you for a minute and you were really pleasant with them and then, like, turned their shoulders away from you and, like, very visibly whispered about shit for, like, five minutes and then turned back to you and were like, I have more questions. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, probably you're not, not be the most trustworthy of these people. I mean, <laughs> sure. You're not wrong. Uh, and so let me try and save this situation a smidge. Um, <clears throat> so I'll, I'll turn, not even like turn, I'll probably just like put my hands up and just like I can do the hand movement that I'm talking about, but I can't think of what it is. Uh, and try and just talk more politely with the bartender. I'll say I'm I'm very sorry uh, about you know your your past experiences with bards. Um, 
I've just I've noticed lately that when I try and talk to people, I tend to say something that's just not quite the right way to say it. So I, I've I've been trying to work on that. Um, and I, I figured I would let my my friend here um, try and try and steer the, the conversation a little better. Uh, but we're we're very sorry to have offended you. We just I'm going to pat Nolis's shoulder and like nod sadly. Yeah, he's really working on it. Uh, the barkeep sort of nods in appreciation to your candor. Uh, Nolis, but he doesn't actually much respond. And uh, a moment later, while he finishes a glass that he's pouring for someone else, he gives a little whistle and points to the table you guys are sitting around or, you know, wherever you guys are gathered at. Uh, and a few minutes later, a uh, sort of platter of food comes out to you all. Well, what do you guys think? I mean, Paula, if you play here tonight, then we get a room. Uh, what? Hold on. What time of day is it? Because I know we left the the last inn like early in the morning and came straight here. Excuse me, sir. Sort of while you're thinking to yourself, Nalos, you uh, hear a soft woman's voice, uh, and you realize it's the the woman who just brought you all your lunch, and she sort of has her hand out and goes. A silver for the trouble? Oh, of course. I'll reach in and grab out a silver. Um, hand it over. She takes the coin from you and then sort of grabs your finger and like thumbs the side of your finger and sort of smiles a little as she lets go and then turns away. I'm really glad that didn't happen to me right now. <laughs> huh. I guess... I guess I'll just, like, look at the side of my finger for a moment. Just kind of check, make sure nothing strange happened. You can tell that she rubbed against your skin, like... Okay, so there's no, like, mark or anything? No. Okay. But she definitely did make skin-to-skin contact with you. Huh. That's a little odd, but okay. Um... But, yeah, I guess, what... But for real though, what time of day is it now that we're in town? Midday-ish. Midday-ish? Okay. I wasn't sure if it was like close to evening where we Not won't terrible. really do anything useful for a bit. I mean, you, you could. Well, what do you guys think? Have our lunch, we go check on... I guess the mayor would be the safest bet to handle tonight. I think that makes sense. Good to me. If we have time, we can stop by the docks and I can go for a swim. And we can also stop by the dock and I can get some medicine from my finger. Maybe have scrap. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we go ahead, we eat our lunch, I assume. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's good, especially nice and warm. Mm. A gentle reprieve on the inside from the cold and wet outside of the house that you're in. Or in that you're in. Okay. 
But uh, so where do you all head off to post meal? Uh, I guess we'll double check with the bartender and ask where we can find Mayor Benadou. He shrugs his shoulders and goes, I can tell you where his home is, and I can tell you that you won't find him there. Uh, You'll probably find him in a bar, one of the many, but none of the bars on the on the marina. Okay. And he tells you about three bars that he could be in. Well, it's a pity that he's not in this one, but this is lovely. The innkeeper nods and sort of gives you a smile the first time he's heard you say anything after waking up. You, you and you and uh, Karak feel notably better after having a meal and some water, I imagine. <laughs> yeah. Well, we could go to its house and leave a message, or um, just try and see if he's there. Since, or we can we can bar crawl, <laughs> looking for him. I guess so. I mean, we haven't... I haven't bar crawled before. Right? Yeah, we haven't done that in this campaign. No. <laughs> sure, uh, you all can teach me how to bar crawl, and we can find the mayor. It'll be fun. Yeah. Totally. Oh, let's let's take bets on how many people I can gross out with my finger. I... I... I am willing to bet quite a few, especially since we're probably going to have to go to fancier bars. Yeah, they'll love it. I don't have money to make bets on that with. I barely have money to pay for drinks. <laughs> well, a life pro tip, if you order something and then pass out immediately after drinking it, you don't have to pay for it. If somebody else comes in and does it for you. That sounds awfully rude. But anyways, let's go ahead and I guess look for the closest one of those bars that he gave us the list of. Yep. So you guys are walking down a couple of streets. I assume you leave your mounts there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, and you're going down one street. The, the streets are almost entirely empty. I mean, you you pass by the occasional citizen or, or villager who is like just trying to not get completely drenched while going from one place to another or the occasional pair of guards that are covered in the same, like, heavily oiled leather parka. But, uh... You turn down one street, and you can see that there is 20 people blockading the road ahead of you. And they all seem to be wearing quite heavy clothes. Like, like, protesters, or...? Um... Somewhat like that, like akin to that, yeah. To uh, find out what these folks are all about. All right. So I, they're they're in the way of us getting to another bar. Yeah, and they're looking they, at yeah. you all. Okay. Oh. Uh. Hello. How? Wait, you all are just standing out in the rain. Why are you all outside in the rain? One of the the, the village, one of the people in that group sort of steps forward, points at you, Nalos, and goes, "You." 
Hi. Uh, you guys can hear many footsteps behind you. Mm. Looks like we're getting that scrap, boys. What does it look like? We turn, I turn around, I hear footsteps behind There's you. another 20 or so villagers behind you all. You guys have been pincered into this street. Huh. I turn around and look at the group too, just so we have all eyes on the, the villagers. Yep. What can we do for you all? They shake they shake their heads in unison and go, not you all, you. And half of them raise their fingers and point at Nalos. What did you do? Uh-oh. I don't know what I did. Um. Well, I don't know why you're all pointing at me, but I'm sure we can talk about this and figure it out. Um, they sort of lower their hands in sort of a... Not like all at the once, like sort of they go okay. in an order. Not creepily yeah, yeah, yeah. in unison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Important distinction but, to make. But one of, the, one of the members of the group in front of you all, at least in front towards Nalos, um, steps forward and she drops her torch and immediately strips her leather parka off of her and she's completely naked. And she sort of opens her oh. arms and begins to walk towards Nalos. Um, I guess I'll take like a few steps backing away. Be like, what's what's going on? Make what's us happening? like you. Put your people in us. <laughs> I don't. Asking Nalos, Nalos, do they want you to impregnate them? I don't. No, I don't even know if that works. I've never met half tritons. Well, yeah, you just you got you just got to tell them that they need to lay their eggs so that you can fertilize them. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> That's how tritons work, right? I don't know. I don't know either. God damn I've it! I've chosen not to fucking go through that. <laughs> I mean, good call. Like, if it wasn't for the exact nature of how this fucking conflict is going on for this township, like, I really would rather not go to places like this. But this is really important. Interestingly so. So, so. Are. Are dragons mammals like dolphins and whales, or. Man, I don't fucking know. They have gills, they're not mammals. Shit. Hashtag yeah. not all gills. Yeah, yes. Hold on. Anyway. So this one is continuing to, like, step towards Nalos to embrace uh -huh. Um, be like, uh, that's, that's, no, no thank you. I don't, I don't think this is going to work. Um, why do you all want uh. to be Tritons? to make us closer to the master and at that point her left breast falls off Ew. and a cone of like fish and crustacean viscera explodes out of the hole onto Nalos 
Make a deck oh, save. Is that how they do it? Bro. Make a deck save? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, cool. I was about to try and look at my character sheet to see what I get to that, but I know I don't get anything. Oh. Uh, that's 20. Alright, aggressive or defensive? Uh, defensive. Okay, so you don't have your armor on, so you're a little more limber than you normally are. Oh, that's so, right. Shit. <laughs> yes, indeed. But your reactions are still strong, so you sort of pull your shield out and sort of deflect the majority of the filth from spewing onto you, and you can see that the creatures in that sort of, in this, like, muculent filth is alive, and they're, like, trying to get at you as you sort of knock them away. Um, and you can see the woman sort of falls to the ground in the husk and dissipates into muddy water. Um, um, I don't, I don't like this at all. Uh, we, we need to, to not be here. Um, um, so we need to get the fuck out. Um, uh, I'm going to do wall of water, circle around us, trying to keep everybody else away. Right. And that lasts for... Let me double check. I don't remember if it's a minute. I want to say it is. Uh, how do we get out of this? Do they only seem interested in Nalos? Oh, up to 10 minutes. Neat. All right, so you're just surrounding a wall of water. Yeah. They are, they are only interested in Nalos, apparently. I vote we push them out of this bubble and run for it. No. That's great. That's I vote great. against that. <laughs> um, so what if so I can cast fly on you um, and you can fly with a 60 foot moving speed for 10 minutes. Pretty good. I can also fly. Um, who, who else can who else can fly? I I don't, I don't think I would be allowed to to fly in a heavy downpour. This bird can't fly. Can maybe if Nalos, maybe if you fly in a direction, they'll like, all follow you. They'll follow you, but you'll be safe because you'll be at least Wait. not on the ground. Can can you make me fly? And crack, are you able to use your your invisibility yeah. on me as well? Uh. Can I just be gone? Who who made me invisible last week? I did. But um, they're both, I believe, concentration spells. Correct. I'm not able to both of them. Yeah. I know just enough about magic to know that I don't think you can do both at once. Yeah. (laughs) Get off the table. Yeah, I mean, I can, I can visibility you. Right. Or we can just fight our way out. These don't seem to be people. But maybe they are. Maybe look, I don't, I don't know. But I don't have my armor. I walked out that I kept my shield strapped to me. Like I'm all for killing some people, but these guys are really gross. 
I feel like running is the best option. I don't want to get exploded on. Yeah. I don't know if I'm in the best shape to, like, be killing people right now. You're fine. <laughs> My hand hurts. You're down a finger. It's not that big a deal. I had a weird dream about some guy who was missing, like, his whole forearm. <laughs> Chesapeake was missing a whole arm for, like, weeks. I'm sure the... He's a trooper. The, you know, the two potion makers can, like, fix your hand next time we're back. So, so I think, um, the... The fly. The fly thing. So do you have to touch is invisibility a touch spell? Yeah, a creature I touch becomes invisible. Mm. Up to one hour. Nalos, you know you don't have much longer on your yeah. wall of water. Like if if we're gonna do this, we need to do it soon. Alright. I say we do it and okay. Oh, you guys also noticed that, like, the crowd on both sides have completely surrounded the wall of water. Yeah. Shit. I'll, uh, I'll give Nala's invisibility. Okay. All right, I'm, I'm casting, uh, fly. Okay. Nalos, you are mm -hmm. invisible, and you have the flight speed of 60. Cool. Uh, I'm gonna go up. Up, and, uh, oh, oh yeah, wait. away. <laughs> <laughs> what a way. Uh, like towards ooh. the ocean, towards the forest? The ocean. Okay. Nice and safe. It's right here. I've missed it. It's yeah. going to be fine. Bye, Nalus. Yep. Don't get lost. Please don't Captured. go so far away that if we need you, we're out of luck. Uh, so I guess I get a little ways, and then Wall of Water probably dissipates and just yep. lapses. So the rest of the party is completely surrounded by 40 or so people. Mm -hmm. And they look around for Nalos uh, and don't see him, and a couple of them point fingers and shout in a chorus of like, Where is he? Where'd he go? Where'd you take him? Did you hurt him? The master wants him. Is the one that sort of sticks out a little bit. Who, who's the master? They all point to the ocean and like it, they don't just like normally point. They like perform some sort of gesture towards the ocean. Is I want to make it a point to remember that gesture so that I can repeat it back to to Nalos when he's here. Um, I'm going to say truthfully, we don't know where he's gone. Yeah. All right. So they all go, we must tell him, we must tell the master. And so they rush past you all. Um, mm -hmm. Each of you get bumped a little bit by this, but no, no, no aggressive action. Um, each time one of you is bumped, 
your vision sort of goes black for a beat. And you see a single eye with a red pupil sort of blink at you and then shake and disappear. So, unfortunately, yep. uh, just to fill you in, because I assume a bit of time has passed, yep. uh, Nalos's plan would have been to go up enough to make sure that he couldn't be reached by any of them. Right. Uh, then to go out to sea. Yep. Probably... I can go 60 feet at a time, right? Yeah, so you, got pr you can move it quite the clip. Okay. Um... Would I have any kind of indication that Fly is going to wear off? Nope. Okay, cool. Just but I would still be invisible. Because invisibility is an hour? It's an hour. And okay. I think I told you that Fly lasts 10 minutes when I was describing it. Okay. But, but I, I wouldn't really be able to gauge that time well. Yeah. Uh, so I would just want to make sure that I'm over top of the ocean. Yeah. As I get out there and probably like lower myself to be closer to the waves, so when fly wears off, I can just dive. Yep, and that's exactly how that shit goes down. Okay. Um, so you dive into the water uh, and are in, uh, quite at home naturally, and uh, you notice that the the water is thick here, thick with life. Huh. Like there's there's hardly any direction you can look with your trained eyes and not see some manner of life skirting around. And after your sort of wave of hitting the water subsides, mm -hmm. you realize something particularly weird. Everything that's alive is looking at you. Oh. Um. Oh, damn it. Where's Volo's guide? I have to check how one of my things works. To speak with animals. Yeah, I need to check what the requirements are on there because I know mine are wonky. Uh, folk vaccine. Images. Blah blah blah. Aquatic beasts have an extraordinary affinity with your people. You could communicate simple ideas with beasts that can breathe water. They can understand the meaning of your words, though you have no special ability to understand them in return. Okay. Um, wait, I'm still invisible, and I can tell that they are all looking at me? Oh, right at you. Oh. Huh. They, um, they can feel your presence, you know? Less right. Invisibility in water doesn't help a lot. That's... <laughs> Yeah, okay, that's fair. Um, it's just one big triton-shaped bubble. So I guess uh, I will, you know, use that triton ability I just read. Right. Uh, and just be like, I don't mean any harm, I'm just, I'm hiding. Okay. They don't seem to adjust in any way. Okay. In fact, uh, more and more fish are beginning to surround you on all sides, looking right at you. Do I get the impression that they're aggressive? No, not at all. Okay. I mean, there's even some, like, fish that you're like, oh, those things normally are aggressive, but they're just staring at they're you. Just, they're just chilling, huh? Okay. Some of, some of the smaller fish have been treading water for so long, which is only like a minute at this point, where they die. <laughs> 
from not oh. moving. Yeah. Oh, that's super unsettling. Um, I guess so. Everything I had on me would also be invisible. Um, so, and I don't have my armor on, so I'll at least grab my shield and put that on my arm. Um, DM, I will allow you to make a judgment call. If I don't have my armor on, is it reasonable that I still had my trident strapped to me? Well, if you had your shield, I think you, I, I kind of interpreted that since, um, your boy Necro mentioned having, a. Going for a scrap, you probably would have brought your weaponry. Okay. Cool. Then I will at least have my equipment like at the ready in case this goes poorly. Uh, because this is definitely unsettling, non-standard fish behavior. At the least. Yeah. <laughs> so I just I just sent you a message. Okay. Um. Oh. You see three red lights appear past all of the fish in a vertical okay. line. Oh. And then the fish dissipate. And that sort of begins to drift closer to you. It's quite a distance away. And you can tell it's rather massive. Not like whale-sized, but it's... But bigger... Bigger than you by, by a notable man. Measure. Not whale sized, but probably like bull shark sized. Let's go ahead and say it's the size of a killer whale ish. Okay. <clears throat> so pretty big. Okay. Um, would I recognize this thing? Um, beyond just like this image? Immediately? No. Okay. Should I do. I don't know that that's a nature check, but I also don't know what lives in the oceans in Dungeons and Dragons. To know if that's just like a thing. Would a nature check make sense as it gets closer? Uh, sure. Okay. Uh, twenty-two. Okay. Um. You've read about these. Oh, okay. And it shakes you to know what it is. Cool. What you are dealing with is a cut camera. A cut camera? No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Aha, I got it. Yeah. I was a little too knowledge for a moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll give you a little bit of a fill-in privately. Okay. Uh, but back to the party. Oh, sorry. I guess before we cut camera, you're sort of beginning to realize, and then, then you can hear a somber, soft, but deep voice sort of go, you're far from home, sort of resonate in your head. Okay. Now, cut camera to <laughs> the rest of the group who have uh, recently been surrounded by people and are now standing in a completely vacant street in the pouring rain. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, we're down one Nalos, uh, and we have things to do. Do we want to find Nalos, or do we want to uh, try to find the mayor? 
No, this will be fine. We should just we should just go to a bar. They'll find us. Is Chesapeake with us or is it with Nellis? <laughs> She's at the stables with everything. Uh, that's yeah. a good girl. Yep. Uh, I, I should get Nalos. Yeah, I agree. Right. It's what he would do for us. So that's a really good point. Alright. Well, where'd he go? Where did Nalos go? Uh, I mean, the obvious answer is the ocean, because he's a fish man. But allegedly, <laughs> he's allegedly a fish man. Uh, the longest con ever. Yeah. <laughs> Can uh, we just stick something in the ocean and be like, "Hey, Nellos, and hold your us? Because that'd be super useful. I don't. Messenger fish. Can my ghost crow go in the water? Yeah. I'm. I mean, I can go in the water. I can just become something that lives in the water. Oh, that would be cooler. Yeah, do that. Yeah. Uh, but, uh... So, you guys want to get your armor and stuff first, or do you want to just look for a friend? Oh, I'm, I, I'm under the impression that everyone is fully armed for fights at this point. Yeah. Yeah. It was well, really just Nalos that took his armor off. Oh, okay. Because he wanted to splash around in the in the rain. Ah. All right. Well, head towards the ocean. How far of a walk is that? I mean, not too far. You can see that the entire like mob of people is going that way. Oh yeah. Well. Uh, follow the crowd, I guess. They may have a better sense of where he is than we do. Yeah. So you follow them, uh, and a couple more people sort of join their mob. It's closer to 50 people by the time you arrive at the marina. You notice that there is not a single ship at port. There's usually boats at ports. wonder why there's not one here. Not going to worry about it. <laughs> Yeah. Just minor detail. Minor details. I'm sure it's fine. It, it took you a little while to get there. Like, it wasn't immediate. Yeah. Um. <sighs> Alright, so we're going to Yep. Uh, do all of you want to go in the water? Or, uh, am I going by myself? Uh, that's all you, bud. All right. It's Unless you want time. My... Oh, shit. So I'm pretty... Uh, wild shape into a reef shark and jump in the water. Okay. Well, well yeah, other, other way around. Yeah. Other way around, yeah. Yeah, I gotcha. <laughs> Form of shark. Uh, guys, can you throw me in? <laughs> <laughs> all right, so you go in... Uh, and you have the similar realization that Nalos did. There's a lot of living things in this oat, like this, this, this area. And uh, as you sort of, you know, are swimming past some of the, the posts of the piers, you see even the mussels 
stick out their little stalks and follow you with their stalks. It's not not creepy at all. Oh, it's super creepy. It's like I'm pretty sure the only part of muscles that can stick out are like well, maybe they have feet to like anchor them to rocks. Never mind. Oh, they they have like a mouth, right? Yeah. No. Or like a filter. Well, Whatever. The fact is, even the shit that like adheres to, you know, filter feeders are even like giving you attention in the only way that they can. <laughs> um, and you can see the fish that are like surrounding and like following you in a school behind you. Oh, you can hear them, and they're like, "New, new, new." Here, 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 here. It's almost like a cacophony that you can hear. Where they're just saying here, like, location-wise. Mm. This, uh, this is a little uh, unsettling. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to turn around and uh, chomp down on one of these... these uh, Guys. Eat a fish. <laughs> Did, uh, that, I, I assume that doesn't uh, just put fear in the rest of them. Nope. The rest of them. The, the one you attacked didn't even move. Mm. It's just one less voice. Hmm. <sighs> Do reef sharks get like the the tracking thing when enemies are under maximum hit points? Mm. I the little thing I'm looking at doesn't really say anything. It just says uh, okay. sharks have advantage on attacks made against a creature of an allies within five feet of it. Gotcha. I, I, I feel like one of the shark creatures, like maybe it's like the dire shark or some shit, mm -hmm. has like a bunch of bonuses to tracking and attacking things that aren't at maximum hit points. Hmm. Okay. But I have a question. Sure. When Karak wild-shaped, does that break his concentration on the invisibility spell? No. No, I don't think so. Okay. Not that that necessarily helps me one way or the other, but right. just wanted to check. <laughs> uh, I've been—I guess I've been swimming around for a while. Have I? Have I? Has anything else happened? Yeah. So you are sort of just swimming around uh, and and looking for activity, I guess, to draw yeah. your attention. And you can yeah. see a huge dome of, uh, or I guess, like sphere. Of fish, and then beyond it, you see. Hold on, I gotta pull up the same image for you. that 
and it's just hovering in the water, maybe 50 feet away from Nalos, or, well, sorry, you don't see Nalos. Actually, who cast invisibility on him? Was that you? Yeah. So, all right, like, I'm just going to go on record here and say, if you cast magic on somebody, you can feel where that magic is. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, that seems like, reasonable. It, yeah. So you can discern the direction that Nalos was in. So you got there a lot quicker than, like, just blindly swimming. Okay. Um, so, yeah, you just see that there's, like, a, a, a lot of fish following and, like, watching him like they did to you. Mm-hmm. And you see that uh, uh, some distance ahead of Nalos. Okay. And, I'm going to, uh, yeah. I'm just going to beeline there. Okay. Um, so what has everyone else on the shoreline been doing while your second friend has gotten into the water? Um, generally worrying. <laughs> just, just a generalized anxiety about... I, uh... <laughs> yeah, just chilling. Yeah. I mean, I, I asked if y'all wanted to come with me. You could have, uh, y'all could be breathing water right now. But, yep. Uh... <laughs> uh, are there any, are there... do I see anybody with, like, missing a limb that I can talk to about Mr. Finger? Like, maybe they have a prosthetic something, and I could be like, um, hey. Everyone that you can see is staring at the water edge and, like, kneeling at the edge of the pier and praying towards the water. All right, not a good time to ask them about their bodies then. Right. Hmm. Um. Do, do, do. Could uh, could I walk over there and be like, "Why are you guys praying?" Uh, most of them don't respond to you, but two of them sort of stand up and walk over to you. You can see they, they, they look weird. They're human, but they're off human. They have like a patch of fish scales on their cheek or one of their eyes is a little um, you know, different than a normal human's. And they go, the master, we sense his presence. He found your friend. Okay. Uh, who is this master we keep hearing about? He showed us the way, brought us fortune, taught us the ways of the deep. Okay. That's ominous and... and I'm assuming the deed is, is referring to the ocean as your master in the water? The being, yes, lives in the water. Teaches us his ways. Instructs us. Commands us. One of us. One of us. All right, thanks, boys. Uh, So I turn around, go to the party, and tell them what uh, those two villagers just told me about the master and the way and the being of the deep. Uh, so Nalos and Karak, maybe a little fuck. Maybe we should jump in and help them. Yeah, that's really worrying. Uh, I feel bad not jumping in with him before, but you know, 
Um, so yeah, I'm just gonna jump in the water, get my get myself a little wet. Yeah. And then I guess I'll I'll take a giant breath and dive under just to see what's going on. You're immediately face to face with about twelve fish that are all just staying there a few feet away from you, watching you. It's super fucking creepy. Uh, I'm just going to stare at the fish back. Fish don't scare me. <laughs> I'm going to hop in as well. Pool party. I'm going to stay on top because I don't like this. You don't like what? I don't like just the town. I don't like trying to swim with my finger hurt. I just... Nope. I'm off of adventures for the day. I have had enough. So you kind of throw your hands up at this point and realize that now that you're alone on the pier, the townspeople have surrounded you. Uh, okay. Oh, man. And what was once a 10-foot gap between you and the semicircle of villagers is now a five-foot circle and creeping in. Um, okay. I mean, I'll just kind of, like, wave to them and be like, hey, I'm just, you know, waiting to see what happens. I don't really fancy taking a swim today. That's, I'll leave that for you guys. Ha ha ha. Ha. Uh, the majority of them reach out towards you with both hands. Most of their hands aren't even hands. Some of their arms are like octopi tentacles. Some of them are, you know, fish mouths instead of a fist. Uh, it's one of them even has like a lobster claw, and they're just all reaching out to push you into the water. Okay, fine, fine, fine. I can take a hint. I jump in the water. All right. Uh, so. You guys are all in or under the water. What do you do? Um, do, do we see Nalus or Karak at all? No, not around you, at least. The water is dark and hard to see far distances. Um, well, I guess I'm just going to try to swim forward then. Yeah, I want to you know, catch up to the rest of the, the people under here that I can see. Um, so I guess just Necro and and Vala and try to stay near them. All right. Do you send um, either of your crows out? Nah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I want to send uh, Ghost Crow. Um, I guess since we're going forward, I'll send him to the to the right of me and be like, go that way. Okay. And okay. look for Nalo Sakarak. So your ghost crow takes the order and flies through the water as if it was air because it's a fucking ghost uh, and sort of begins to scout ahead to the right. Cool. Uh, but you guys swim you guys... for a, a little while. Um, who? What, what of the three of you has the highest passive perception? I do. Yeah. And what is that? Fifteen. Uh, Okay. So, uh, you see a glow underneath you. It's three glowing red orbs. And as you notice that, 
you see that there are large tentacles wrap, be, try, beginning to attempt to wrap around each of the three of you. Nope, 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 nope. I'm, I'm going to smack that tentacle away. Okay. Uh, go ahead and make a athletics check or an acrobatics check, each of you. Okay, one second. An acrobatics and athletics check? Or whichever you want. Uh, athletics, I got a 24. Okay. So the ten tentacle tries to wrap around you, but you're able to muscle out and away from it. So even with my awesome... Body parts today. So what was that, Necro? Even with my awesome acrobatics stacks, I still only rolled a 9. All right. Well, you get wrapped up in a tentacle and start and get pulled on deeper into the water than you're probably comfortable being. Fuck. Uh, you're still muted, Bard. Whoops. I rolled a seven. You, just like Necro, get pulled and wrapped up in a tendril uh, deep into the dark water below. Can I try to help free them? Once I get myself out? I mean, you yeah, so you get away from the, t the tentacle that was trying to capture you, but you see them getting pulled down, so you'd have to swim down to them. Um, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll swim down to them and try to see if I can help, you know, kick at or, uh, you know, fight the, the tentacles surrounding them. Um, just, you know, whoever I get to first uh, is the first one I'll help. I don't think okay. it really matters. So you get over towards um, Necro, who put up a little bit more of a fight. Okay. But uh, uh, you see the three red orbs shoot little red uh, bursts of energy at you. Make a wisdom save. Eighteen. All right. You feel the energy try to put you to sleep and maybe stun you, but you're able to fight through it and you're able to grab and try and release Necro. Make a uh, strength check. Thirteen. Not enough to pull him out. You can see uh, that he's trying to pull it out with you, but he sees you try to help him and can just, you guys can't, you can't free him. Sorry, bro. All of my strength was in that lost finger. I assume that's how I sound like since I'm underwater. Yeah, I mean, except for, you know, both of you guys talked underwater, so you no longer have any air in your lungs. Uh, I'm and I would think that's kind of funny, except for you all might die. Oh, it's entirely possible. Kenny's favorite way of killing people. It's not my favorite way of killing people. It's just the most successful way I have with killing people. Um, so, um, so I'm caught in a tentacle, quickly running out of air, right? Right. All right. Um, I'm going to uh, activate my uh, Asmar ability. Uh -huh. And... Um, the one that makes you all resplendent. So I hmm? The one that makes you all resplendent and glowy and such. Yep. 
All right, so with that, before you like do anything with that action, the glow in the water from you lets everyone see what's assaulting you all. You yeah. see this 35-foot-long creature <clears throat> in the water. Oh, wow. And that's what's pulling you all deeper under. And you can see... Uh, you know, I'm not going to say that. So, yeah, you see it. Um. Okay. So, I'm going to guess that um, Karak and I can both see all this shit going down. Well, you guys have had an interaction with this thing before now. And I'm mm-hmm. like, timelines are getting goofy, so I'm trying to like bring this thing to a close uh, before like trying to go further. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I didn't catch what you said. You were kind of breaking up. Oh, I was talking to Nalos, and because Nalos and uh, um, Karak Karak have interacted with this thing before you guys got there. Uh huh. Okay. So, like, I'm trying to not spoil shit, but as you guys get there. So, what are you doing now that you've activated your Asimar ability? Uh, I was going to try and get away and uh, hit it with a spell. I mean, that seems it's trying to kill me. Right. Well, yeah. So, you can, if you're trying to break the grapple, you need to make a athletics or like a strength check. Okay. All right. I got a 12. That's not enough. But but I also do have wings now. And I was wondering if maybe they would help me, um, maneuver through the water. I think they're, I don't. I think they're like non-corporeal. They are, but you're still restrained. Okay. By this tendril. So, like, you can flap them to try and move water, but it's this thing has got a tight grip on you. So that's where we're gonna go ahead and try and end it tonight. Unless, I mean, do was we, that do, my whole action? We're not technically on an initiative order right now, but. I believe activating that is a bonus action. So if you really want to take an action, you may. Um, well, I tried to escape. Was is that just my move action, or is that my whole action? It's uh, let's let's just call it a move. Okay. Then let me just look up my spell real quick. How close is everyone to me? Um, I mean, you and Necker are within 10 feet of each other, and yeah, so your two partners are within 10 feet of you. I never get to use my fun spells. I wanted to use Thunder Wave, but like, that affects everything within a 15-foot cube of me. And All also, right. do you have your, can you cast that spell right now? Um, I mean, I don't like, what are the, what are the spell components to that? Are there hand gestures? 
Is there an incantation to that spell? It is... I don't uh, see anything like that in the description. It is, it's verbal and semantic. So, 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 what's the word? Somatic. Somatic. So yeah, you, you're restrained, so you can't really perform those gestures re required to cast that spell right now, anyway. It's okay. We'll figure out how you can manage to cast that next time. Yep. So that's where we're going to try and end it. Um, I have been your dungeon master, Kenny. This thing is terrifying, and our party is in a rough spot. So signing off is our bard. Uh, this is Lauren playing Vala the bard. Uh, see you next time. Our fighter. Hey, this is Nick Asnalos, the Triton Cavalier. <laughs> God damn it. Our, our uh, druid. Uh, what sounds do sharks make? If the old Jaws movies are anything to go by, or any of like the shit sci-fi movies, they roar. <laughs> <laughs> This this is this is correct. Chomp chomp, bite bite. <laughs> our our roar our rogue our rogue. <laughs> All right, this is Elise playing Nine Fingers Nara. See you guys next time. And our warlock. Hey, it's your boy Cody playing Necro. See you next time. Good night, everybody. Thanks for coming out. See you next week. Bye.